Today's episode of the Westworld Theorycast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, CuffLinks.com. Head on over to CuffLinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum, baby. CuffLinks has everything you need to look good when you step out into the world. The world is opening up. You need to look good. You're going to events. You're going to weddings. You're going to parties. And you know what? You need to head on over to cufflinks.com and accessorize, baby. They got everything you need, and there's always specials. Just check the front page. Go on over to cufflinks.com now. Use code DVR20 and save. Thank you, Cufflinks. All right, I didn't want to play the ending of that, but what's going on, everybody? Justin Thomas here. Welcome back, finally, uh, about almost, I think, two years, right? Uh, separated from season three. Um, of Westworld. This is before the dust settles of the the goal of not only getting my lighting to work right, but there it is, magic makeup trick, but also trying to get Westworld right right off the bat. Before the dust settles, Westworld season four, episode one. I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm going to let them introduce themselves, Heidi and Axel, and our special guest, Jason Shankel. Heidi, if you want to go first, introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are. Sure. Hi, everyone. I'm Heidi. I'm from Costume Co. And uh, I am so delighted to be doing this, uh, you know, weekly roundup that we're doing on Westworld. I've been really excited to see the show come back. I didn't think it was going to happen, but here it is. Uh, and if you want to check me out at all, I have uh, my channel is Costume Co. I'm on YouTube. You can also find me on Twitter. That's a good place to chat with me. Thanks so much for having me, Justin. Hey, no problem. Axel or Heath, as as I, I believe you stole your Zoom <laughs> name. Uh, you know you can change that. Uh, somebody look into Heath's health. Um. No, no, no. It's Heath is fine. Heath is fine. He just lent it to me. Uh, my name's Axel. I'm from the DVR Podcast Network, Westworld Theorycast. Check us out at DVRPodcast.com. We're going to be covering the show three times a week. This show plus... Andy and I are doing a deep dive, and Brett and Gina and also Jenny are coming back as the cleanup techs. So shout out to them. I think some of them might be in the uh, in the chat right now. I'm very excited. I'm sitting in my son's room, so I also want to give a shout out to my son, Lachlan, for letting me sit in his air-conditioned room because it's like 100 degrees outside. So that's where having a son comes into play. I don't have any kids, and I and I, I I'm just I had to turn my air conditioning off. Uh, last but not least, our uh, special uh, guest here. We're gonna have a guest every week. This is Jason Shankle. I've worked with him uh, a few times in the past. It's an honor to have him. Uh, a a plethora of experience uh, from working on a Sims video game, which is very applicable to having his own podcast, the Nattercast. Uh, Jason, tell everybody about yourself. Yeah, I'm Jason Shankle. I'm the uh, producer of the Nattercast. Uh, we did a couple of episodes of Better Call Saul this year, but by and large, my my year's been kind of cranked down. I've been uh, uh, working at a, a software startup and uh, live in La Vida COVID like everybody else uh, in like a, a, a very high exposure neighborhood. So we've been kind of uh, hunkered in here. I haven't been doing as much podcasting, but I love uh, working with you, Justin, uh, especially. Uh, we did the Spielberg cast. I really want to promote that one. I was very proud of that. Uh, well, my wife and I sat through like a, a dozen and a half Spielberg movies and saw all of the different patterns that, that connected. thought that was pretty great. And yeah, I'll talk about the Sims a little bit and artificial intelligence and everything uh, uh, as we go. So uh, 
let's let's get into the episode. Man. Absolutely, yeah. The storyteller series, check it out. He right. was messaging me. He's like, these are the Spielberg movies I'm watching, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna really have to like like do some editing for this one because like he did so much work. Uh, everybody did, but uh, yeah, you really right. did a deep dive, and it was excellent. And uh, I learned a few things about Spielberg, somebody that you thought you knew everything about. Um, so yeah, we are going to get into it. I just want to start, and we're gonna go Heidi, Axel, Jason for the rotation guys um just give me your general thoughts on it uh you know we'll get into uh, the the plot details after but how'd you feel about the episode Heidi uh well I felt pretty good I actually did a little bit of uh catching up on you know seasons one through one through three uh you know I felt like oh my gosh I've kind of forgotten what happened um but if it sort of was like uh an opportunity to kind of catch up with everybody we're we were sort of given of like, where is everybody sort of in the story at this time? There's, it's a little bit in the future and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I'm kind of, uh, obviously the ending was really cool. So I can't, I can't wait to, I watched the preview as well as I will probably talk about that after. So anyway, my thoughts are that I so far love it. Nice. Excellent. And sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. I muted my zoom mic, not my OBS when I was listening to make sure the sound was good. So there was a little bit of overtalk over Heidi, but she liked it. Um, Damn, and, you uh, just... yeah, uh, there, <laughs> that's the thing uh, about me. I'm not the best. Okay. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't watch the preview cause I was trying to get this yeah. together. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Axel, how'd you feel? Oh man. I loved it, man. Westworld is back, baby. I'm so excited. Um, I'm very, to me, the best part about this episode is that they picked up where they left off last season. I like the fact that they grounded us, gave us a little story of perhaps what happened between Maeve and Caleb. That was interesting to me. And then also throwing in this Dolores stuff, which we don't know where she is. I have a theory, of course. But I just I thought it was great, man. I thought it was great. It kept my attention. It moved back and forth. The scenes were quick. And I mean, the cinematography, the effects, the visuals were amazing. The costumes. It's just this is a million dollar, billion dollar show, man. It looked great. I'm very happy to me so far. I'm feeling a little bit more of the season one, two feel than the season three feel, which I think should make all hardcore Westworlders very happy. Yeah. I don't need as many Xanax today. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. Beautifully said Jason. Uh, yeah. I want to second the, 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 definitely the feeling of season one and two more than, uh, three It's hard to tell because we're only in the first episode, but what I'm uh, finding, what I really liked about this episode, I think a little bit more than we've seen, in the in the more recent past with Westworld, I kind of felt like last season became Succession with robots, <laughs> right? It's just everyone's an asshole and they're well dressed, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. And what I liked here is that we're with Caleb. Uh, you know, we, we establish a Caleb as a family um, and his PTSD, and it's all. What I, I like about this is it almost doesn't have to be science fiction. This episode was basically grounded. Right, and you—if you were introducing Christina as a new character, why is it Evan Rachel Wood? Let's find out—is she a Dolores bot who doesn't know who she is, and she's a storyteller? Is that Robert Ford? That is absolutely Robert Ford in there. That's my big prediction for everybody: is that Ford is walking around trying to sell his stories <laughs> to, yeah. to Salon or whoever else is buying them or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, and I uh, so I, I generally liked it, and I always like performances, and I love Aaron Paul. 
And the thing that I'm finding fascinating about this, more so than last season, is our society has been through an apocalypse since Westworld season three, right? We've lived through a, a thing. And, and, and one of the things with Westworld that I always find a bit of a struggle is the first season, Robert Ford really sells us this idea that humanity is over. We've done everything. We fixed every disease. We just are these... We're just living in a, you know, in a bell jar at this point. We're completely protected. Nothing's going to change. We have stopped evolving was his thesis. And that's not the world we see in seasons three and four. We don't see a world where humanity has stopped evolving. We saw a war between robots and people and evidently people got the upper hand and all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's like I don't know what world Ford was living in, but it was yeah, this one's much more exciting than the one he described in season yeah, one. Yeah, and Caleb's mom had a disease. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe it was like, uh, I actually brought up class, but yeah, I totally agree. Uh, cinematography. I want to put out that there was a Fargo vibe to the Mave scenes. Um, the way it was shot was really beautiful. I think that you, yeah, I'm always more optimistic right after it. This gave me the feels in a number of ways. I really enjoyed this episode. I really think that it feels grounded, just like, and let's hope it keeps going in this direction because season one was grounded as well. When they revealed the multiple timelines, it 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 amplified the story threads. It, it, it was better that they were split up. It wasn't just, ooh, you didn't know this was happening then. Now, oh, okay, so now you can put the puzzle finally together. No, no. It meant more. The actions, William right. and the man in black were two different people and so forth. So I, I got some theories too. We'll get into those in a minute. I'll start off right at the beginning uh, with William seemingly buying server space from a uh, Mexican cartel, right? <laughs> um, and uh, he is buying up the space he has uh, many implications are giving about you know because this is now from what we know from the last season this is you know this is darth man in black this is a bad man in black right like this is just a bad side of him that was formed he's buying up server space um and he is saying that he you know has exponentially more time than than a normal person um i will bookend it with this the the idea is they wanted to do the deal. He said, you can either take my money now or you can, you know, or you'll want to give it to me tomorrow or something like that. Um, it's kind of like uh, Bronx Tale. You can leave now, but now you can't leave uh, type of deal. Get You know, and they shut the door and lock it. So you have this situation where all the flies come. The flies have always been a symbolic way of showing the hosts like you know blurring the lines between their narratives and you know like what's really happening you know the allegory of the cave the sun blinding them and so forth so we see him see all these flies have almost what we saw in season one with you know hosts glitching out and then he comes back and he seems very you know distraught not the same person he then when they all laugh at him his business partner is saying that he's not going to pay for it gibbs man in black the control of the servers and then he asks if he is done for now and man in black says yes you can rest now and then he slits his carotid artery um i'm taking that as those are people within a simulation to an extent he was acting as a host uh heidi i'll go to you first with it thoughts on this whole scenario uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I um, I did love it. I thought the flies were really cool. Of course, uh, I'm a big horror fan and flies are oftentimes used in horror. And uh, so that, I thought that was very, very cool. Um, I think there was something done like this in Black Mirror. You can correct me if I'm wrong, where um, 
the insects are actually, you know, they're like little robots of some kind. Nanobots. Nanobots. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Philip just said in the chat, real bot yeah. flies. And I really do yep. want to encourage, yep. we will be interacting with the chat. So if you guys got theories, yeah. please let them out. That, so yeah, there's ahead, been I, some good uh, theories so far. And actually, and you see them in the opening segment as right. well, if you guys recall, right? So that was kind of cool. Uh, also the music, by the way, I just have to say the music by Raman oh, is amazing. Like he's just, I think one of our most brilliant composers, um, of our time. So I'm not exactly sure. One of the things I did, would have loved to have seen, and I kept thinking, are they going to push William into that crevasse or, or is the guy just going <laughs> to jump and go into the crevasse instead of cutting his heart? I think that was a lost opportunity. I don't know what you guys think about that. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. When you show a drop that large, somebody should fall, right? It's like Chekhov's uh, hit, uh, mount. Chekhov's or gun. You know? Yes. I, I know. Uh, yeah, I thought it was very cool. Yeah, I think what, what my thoughts are is nanobots, he should be working with slash for Chaloris, who sent him. They seem to have bought up a fair amount of land that they talked about. I do not think that this is a simulation. I think this is the real world. This is post, quote unquote, apocalypse or like the anti-robot revolt that has happened. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they are acting in a similar way that William was before. I think perhaps that um, what they what he said is that he was buying those servers because someone who had died seven years ago, Dolores, stored something there. What could have she stored? Well, there's the there's the park information that was so uh, valuable, but there's also the great beyond, the right? The sublime, uh, where these people are. He makes an indication that he doesn't want it to be touched. He doesn't want it to be moved. So is he buying it to protect it? I don't know. He says that he can't get in it because only Dolores has the decryption code which we know isn't true because she gave it to Bernard, but we didn't yeah. see Bernard this episode. Um, I'm, I mean, I'll throw it out right now. I think the Dolores thing is a simulation to either bring her up to fidelity or to get the code to find out where the code is. Oh, yeah. So, so who just, do you think Christina is? Well, yeah. Well, let's let's stop really quick and hold off. Uh, I'm gonna try okay. to keep this slow. I, I did really jump like what ahead. you said. Justin, no, 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 no. <laughs> I love what you said because I I'm I, I know I said it was a simulation of sorts, and as I, I what I should have said is they were acting like they were in a simulation. I think they're trying to throw a little bit of the wool over her eyes. Uh, you know, a little bit of red herring because obviously he's trying to buy the server space so he's yeah. interacting with people but uh tim fitzwater a friend and somebody that in the outro cortex videos did the intro voiceover tim did the outro voiceover thank you tim he said uh the flies are omens and the auguries augury means what omens uh, using yeah. animals to predict the future a foretold of the future yeah. yeah yeah so go ahead jason Oh no, that was it. So, so uh, given the theory here, the, so the question is always uh, when we start these things off is where is Dolores, right? And so Christina is clearly a Dolores model host, right? There's because this is forty years in the future from when Dolores was created, so she, she it can't be she can't be the model for Dolores or anything unless there's time travel. So I wonder, 
uh, why, why is there this Christina host? You know, is it Dolores hiding out post-war or is she just someone else who was created who happens to look like Dolores who has a, a different ID? I love the Ford. Who who gave out just to give him credit? The was it you, Jason? The yeah, Ford? I think okay. I think she's Ford. Okay, the, so that makes my, sense because Ford guess. just wants to tell his stories. All of her stories. Uh, the first story that she tells, um, that she we hear the you know voiceover in her head that it, as she's typing is a, kind of a story of her father. Uh, yeah. But all these, sto- yep. yes, okay. So all of these stories are in line. With I was going to say, can I interject? As Absolutely. soon as I heard of that story, I thought of Heidi. The story of Heidi. You know, her father's infirm. Uh, you got Heidi who is this innocent person and is like her father's in a wheelchair. And I immediately thought of uh, that story. Kind of a what, classic tale. What stories, what, what, I'm say I'm going to show my naivety here. Uh, oh, what, Heidi is the story of a little, of a young girl who lived with her grandfather who was in a wheelchair. And then she had, she dreamed of adventure and wanted to go to the yeah. big city. Yeah. Did you guys know that other than? Yeah, of course. Heidi. Heidi. Oh, oh well, no, after the fact, of course. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it's also a class. It's sort of like a traditional story, you know, of a a young. uh, She actually she made her a teenager, though. She moved. She started with her being a a girl and then decided to make her a teenager. Remember, people, top shelf fandom for macro look at storytelling. I didn't know the Heidi story. Yeah. 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 Young for that. Shirley Temple played her in 1937. She did. And it's an amazing uh, adaptation. Yeah. uh, Let's continue on. That's enough. Eight consistency though uh i'm always an asshole uh that, that does work out that is uh, that's very telling there so these are not just stories that that are applicable to the westworld story these are narratives that for now and it is worth noting that ford used shakespearean tales everything mm-hmm. right so he yes. did pull yeah. so this is still in line uh it's just a this is why we have co-hosts a very nice dive uh from like you heidi mm-hmm. um and i i think that I love the aspect of having a more in-depth. She's in between Lee Sizemore and, and Ford, right? Like, because mm-hmm. I, I love that Westworld is a narrative on the filmmaking process as well, right? Uh, right? So I love that we're seeing that again. And also, she now is not just writing stories, guys. She's writing NPCs, non-playable characters in video mm-hmm. games. Okay, if you've ever played Skyrim, which I've spent about three years of my life getting my shit together playing <laughs> Skyrim, uh, getting out of the clubs, DJing, and I played a lot of it, and how they glitch out, and a lot of things uh, from Westworld are taken from video games like Skyrim. And, and Jason, this is, uh, you know, you'll probably come in on this um sure. when, red when dead redemption yeah these so. loops yeah. that you get yeah, into with these npcs like if loris didn't have okay loris is always going to pick up the uh can of milk right the condensed milk and she mm-hmm. works at a dairy farm so figure that one out for yourself uh you know uh, every single day whether or not teddy hands it to her or a usually predator because you know that's kind of dolores's model is to be preyed upon uh a guest hands it to her will will uh you know dictate her day and if she picks it up she will go and paint so Uh that she has three different options her her loop can diverge from those three different spots so now she's writing npcs herself she's not just writing she's not writing books uh or anything like that she's writing for a game uh i have to believe this game is a simulation uh, right like that they're that they're doing mm-hmm. uh as i predicted in the the show that we did before this of that they're kind of flipping the script a little bit uh and and now humans are kind of putting not knowingly going through or knowingly i can't tell because we also see christine now and here walk through the subway tunnel and they uh-huh. and we saw this in the trailer saying oh it's his first time i can't believe so some people yeah, seem to be aware more, of it yeah I, w- I would like to say that's the one thing for me is when she's walking up 
the subway ramp, right? Coming outside, you see these three guys and it mm. expands on what we saw in the trailer. And they clearly say, this place is awesome. This is my first. So she is going through all the stuff we saw in season one, mm. right? It's the open when she's laying in bed, picking the, right. uh, remember she picks the shoes for her, the white or the black. Yeah, pick white or black. Right. Yep. And Good then, or bad. And then bad. the same thing as in season one is she walks out and there's a bunch of guys that walk past her right just before she meets teddy and they're like this place is awesome so i and she has a dominant best friend who's trying to get her laid yeah so <laughs> is she unaware guys i guess she's that's on the, the william question. arc is, is she writing the story she's in but she's is she playing half ford half dolores i i i have two theories about this if i may go ahead i think either the whole thing is a simulation and like i said it's it's Chaloris and and MIB who had her pearl. Remember, they took it right. from uh, which of the Japanese guy. Right. And I right. think they had the her original one, too. They might have as well. Um, she uh, and they're trying to bring her up to fidelity or something, or they're trying to just get information from her. Similar to how season one began last year with Maeve. Remember? Yeah. So uh, that was more that. of a trick. Yeah. So I wanted to say that. something about the costume, um, by the way, in this simulation. It like I I I wasn't sure if it was a simulation, but I knew it was definitely not in the same timeline as the other characters like Caleb and Maeve. Um, but one of the things I noticed is that Maeve, sorry, um, what's the Christina's Christina. roommate? Is yeah. she's wearing a white dress. Did you notice that? Yeah. And the hosts wore white dresses uh in the park. Do you guys remember that? Yes. And then the other thing I noticed is she's wearing teal, which is actually Clementine's color. So I was trying, I was like, okay, I couldn't. Yeah. Huh. So I, could, I don't know if it means anything, but oftentimes in Westworld it does. Right. So, and then Maeve at the end of the season is actually wearing Maeve color. She's wearing like that, you know, the same color as her salon outfit that she That's wore cool. in season one. And just to pile onto that and say, thank you for the super chat, just so we can, because we're putting <gasps> yes. forth, um, evidence that what Dolores is experiencing is a simulation of sorts when she has an attacker and I know and I'm jumping ahead a little bit but just to just add to the evidence that Heidi just intelligently pointed out we see a green light appear as it is the attacker is fended off and then they both disappear in season one episode one after Hector's bank raid that the host when Lee Sizemore's, you know, uh, new speech that he, yep. you know, is, is talking about, it's going to go down, uh, after Dolores is on the ground and all the wounded, we see, um, I'm, I'm, uh, it's, uh, with an E what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Uh, she's a park tech. She's the snarky park. Tech. <laughs> oh, the snarky park tech. The Ellie. snarky. Oh, Ellie. Ellie. Oh. I want to see Ellie. I want to say Ellie. Is Ellie. it Ellie? Ellie. Is it, I think it's Ellie, isn't Who it? Is it? Uh, yeah, no, just, I was just looking it up, but she died though, right? Is that yeah, she died. Yeah, yeah, it's Ellie. But she, and then she says, you know, whatever. Like, like a cave so, lady. Yeah, but the lights yep. go on, the lights go off. So that ring light now, mm. it's slightly different because it isn't like the construction light. It did light, seem weird. It did seem really but, but weird But it's the me. same yeah. ring like type. So they're giving us that symbolic, uh, I, I think it like in a thematic sense, they're, they're showing us here with the like Heidi's doing the deep dive that's why I love you with the costumes the colors to show you that and then there's these more overt uh symbolic 
you know, uh, just just they're just showing it to you cinematically. Uh, also, thank you, Morley. Elsie, that's yeah. her name. Elsie, yeah, Elsie. we were almost Elsie. man, we're all rooks here. That yeah, was I know. my dog. It's gonna take a few episodes but to get back I, into I, a swing. I do they, have to say this, Justin. I do want to. I had said I have two theories. Now, my mm-hmm. second theory is that this is a new park. And that Chaloris and William, that's the land that they were buying up. <laughs> and what we're seeing them, what we're seeing William go through actually took place before what we're seeing Dolores go through now. What we're seeing Dolores, Christine, or whatever her name is, I'm just going to keep on calling uh-huh. her Dolores. You will name her by her name, sir. It is not <laughs> your right. No, this right. Like better call Saul, where I still call him Jimmy. I'm never going to call him Saul. <laughs> But um, I, I think because that's what threw me is when the guys say, I, this is my first time here. So could it be a park uh-huh. inside a simulation or it could be that they bought up all that land. They built their own new park. I mean, the guy is like one of the richest guys in the world. I don't know if he'd be able to like, you know, Dubai style the thing is, build yeah. a whole city yeah. in a day, but maybe he could. Wow. Oh, OK, so really quick. Thank you, Morley, uh, for the super chat. Thank, Thank you so you, much Marley. for being a uh, supporter of creativity and always just such a good person. Um, you always stop by all of the streams and we really appreciate you. We really appreciate everybody uh, in the chat and uh, please uh, give your theories and I'm reading them now and we'll read them off at the end. Okay. So I'm highlighting them as we speak. You see looking down, I'm looking at what you're saying on my broken iPhone. Justin, can I just, uh, Matthew made a comment. He said, customers said that they were trying to update the Dolores blue that Christina is wearing. Not that you can ever trust the extras completely. I have to say, I don't buy that at all. Yeah, actually. Well, well okay. Um, yeah, that is uh, interesting. And she does not buy it. Uh, and I would take Heidi's word. She does uh, Dolores is cornflower blue. So even if they were trying to update it and also they changed the color of her hair too, right? So mm-hmm. it's not just her, her, you know, outfit, but her hair color is completely different. Because Christine has her own ways. Um, But I do agree with Axel that it seemingly we are. okay. we're for sure dealing with three different timelines here, at least. I think three for sure. We're dealing with when he's buying the space and they're trying to figure out the key seems to be in the sublime. The key to sublime is Bernard, right? So they're trying to create a sublime, but I believe for mankind to to get things right. Because you have what happens right after the apocalypse, the simulation time, and then after meaning the, the the far far future we saw a glimpse of that at the end with bernard waking up with this with the dust that had not settled or it did settle right. actually right so uh but uh so i think three i'm in, in, in line with that and jason go ahead yeah yeah so i think uh, seven years forward and then 100 years forward and then uh, who knows what uh the, the the one thing i was gonna maybe bring up is if they are in a simulation they must be playing watchdogs eight or something like that because <laughs> uh as a native san Francisco, and like watching the skyline i think there's some clues there and it's really fun to see the uh salesforce tower building being dwarfed by whatever star trek future uh uh, buildings we're going to have that's the largest building in our skyline in the modern time one of the things i was 40 years from now it's going to be dwarfed so yeah (laughs) sorry justin one of the things i was going to say is that delore or sorry uh, christina when she goes to her home they use biometrics for her to get into her apartment but Mm -hmm. then uh the fire escape just has a window like with a sash that just flips open like i thought that was kind of ridiculous (laughs) so that seemed like okay that was like someone in on the design team screwed that up <laughs> uh, I, 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 having been in that in that neighborhood, it's not entirely rare. No, <laughs> no, I mean, it's the floor, for New York, no, and, I mean, in our, and then there's just open windows that you can. No, no, no. I mean, in our timeline, absolutely. But yeah, she yeah. goes into the front door with biometrics. Yeah. 
right, and then right, right. and then to just have no like any other kind of security, uh, just like a window that sort of flies open is what yeah. I was going to say. Um, well, uh, can 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 we dive into Caleb and in Mabe's story thread here? Can I, hey Justin, before we do that, since we're on Dolores, can we talk about her stalker real quick? Yes, it, it I think seems it to be relate, somebody that's unhappy with the game. Yeah, because I think this relates to maybe mm-hmm. what we're thinking. It's of Christine, why she's by the, the way. Christine, I'll just say Christine. I think. <laughs> why? Oh wait, I'm gonna call her. Chris, Don't you do it, Chris Loris? Chris Loris? No, wait. Come on, we're right guys in the, the everybody in the chat. Chris. Everybody in the chat. You guys got. You, hey, listen. Barely <laughs> anybody's covering. Penis? The, oh. There you are, Heidi. There you are. Uh, I love Kalona. it. Uh, Sorry, I was, I've been watching Kral- the boys. Wait, Kraloris. Yeah. Kraloris. Hey, but everybody Kralor? in the chat, not yeah. a lot of people are covering this show because HBO like did two advertisements for it. So go ahead and be the first to to, to actually, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> uh, you know, get this name down. Chris in it. Chil- yeah, well, I, I was gonna say. Go ahead. This thing, I like. I think Justin, you had said that this reflects her previous loops and stories of being mm-hmm. being put mm-hmm. upon by men, right? Being hurt, being attacked, right? And then uh, Teddy comes to save her, which is also goes back to their routine. Um, but this guy does say some very interesting things. Mm-hmm. And I the, the kind of correlation I found, and I don't know if anyone else saw this in the episode is, what he was saying was happening to him. And at the end, when before he jumps off the building, he says, are you making me do this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we saw someone in the beginning of the show being made to hurt other people through the flies. So I right. thought that that was maybe a little bit of a clue that it's the same people in behind it. But now, there's a Caleb and Francis dynamic. Right. Yes. Of machines making us harm each other ah. as a way of playing out our larger... Yeah, and they never and they never. I'm not sure, but in the Dolores world, do they mention the anniversary too? No, not in the Dolores. Oh, the anniversary that we do get a timestamp, which yeah. is important uh, in the Caleb world. And I just want to touch on it. I love the idea because I love getting back to the basic of uh, of determinism, right? Of did you make me do this? That's what he said. Did you write mm. this? And yeah. so yeah. he is breaking his loop per se. That Dolores, in my opinion, is unknowingly writing. So ah, I believe that, he's uh, yeah. Justin. That's yeah, a yes. great point. He's like a Dolores where he's yeah, he's saying, stop controlling me. Right. Mm-hmm. You're and more like the Maeve yeah, in season one of, of, you know, taking her life. Right. How many times to to, to figure it out? Um, I see uh, echoes of that as well. So I, I really like that. The only movie, uh, I don't really like people killing them. So I'm just saying I really like the idea. Sorry. Yeah. She's also, she also a lot movie. of young William. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Go ahead. When do you guys go? Oh, no. Daisy. Heidi, you go. Okay. You no, go. I was just going to say there was a movie years ago uh, with uh, Emma Thompson where she's a writer and the actor in it is uh, Will, Will Ferrell. And she's writing a, a novel and yes. then everything that happens is like it happens to that. him. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Like it's like she's writing a story and in the world, real world, this is actually happening to somebody. And then, but when he killed himself, if they are in a simulation, that was in the simulation that he did it, though, isn't it? I believe so. I believe believe he's proving because I think she's writing for the simulation without knowing it. And let me say, Dane, 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 and we can continue. I I on throne, the lowest scene, it is the lowest scene. 
Deloisine. You chimed it. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what is it? Deloisine. Oh, Deloisine. come on. I yeah. Dolores. Deloristine. Deloristine. I like Dolores. What did you I say, Axel? Good. Uh, I I said I think I, I think what I said was let's say it again. Shaloris. No, that's this, that's that's <laughs> Charlotte and Dolores. You're just saying, yeah, no. Oh wait, no, that's the same all. thing. You're right. Ah, yeah, no, yeah. you yeah. fucked it up, Charlotte man. Charlotte and Dolores. Yeah, Dolores. yeah, you recycled junk. Um, and then, so this is Christine. And- <laughs> no, no, no. I said Croloris. Oh, okay. Well, you can take that to yeah. Deloristine is the winner. You can take that shit to the Cronenberg world if you want, Rick and Morty. If you want, I love you to death, but actually, on this one, my friend, you lose. Yeah, Deloristine wins. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. I and the and the viewers got to win because I mean, shit. (laughs) That's the whole point of it, right? Uh, And it is a pretty damn good name. Uh, Go ahead, though. Oh, oh speaking, of, speaking gonna... of Cronenberg, uh, real quick, yeah. uh, for anybody who loves Westworld, I would definitely recommend Crimes of the Future. It's uh, available for like 20 bucks to watch on TV. Oh, man. So Very 20 Westworld. bucks? Yeah. Well, because it's in theaters. It's a worst oh, I was like, experience. Jesus. You can wait for it to stream and get, get it for free or whatever. But highly recommended for Westworld fans. So somebody says, uh, and it's just Kay, could Christine be, and I'm sorry, iPhone is broke. I dropped it. Uh, be Dolores visiting a park and trying to play as a white hat. So I, I think that we're dealing with that theme of somebody definitely visiting a park, but I don't think she's aware of it. I think she is more of a Ford. I don't think yes. that she is yeah. trying to, because Christine is a newborn host. Dolores is the mother of all hosts. We have to remember that Dolores was the first host. All hosts have a semblance of Dolores in them. Every host is Dolores' yeah. child. And the way their trace memory works and stuff like this, they will always She's have a semblance root, yeah. of that. She's starting to remember things. And we say, well, we won't get to that yet. Um, we're only about halfway through here. But, uh, we, you know, about these stories, but also, you know, her attachments to, to these people that she's met. Yeah. So I, I think that... She is in a park, but I don't think that she's going in there kind of beta testing is what you're implying. I don't think so. Um, I think that she is ignorant to the situation that she's in. And I think that makes a good story right now. Yeah, I, 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 I have the same feeling. Um, I, I still I have to say the more I think about it and, and we're talking about it, it does seem and I'm thinking about her stalker. If he for us, when he taught, when he started talking about his family and he said, you know, you're controlling us, it mm-hmm. made me think of the the sublime, the great hereafter, the place that they're trying to that she's trying to protect. And in some way, could they craft like a a, 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 a mock up story that fits that in a sense that she is the writer and she has to change something. And if she changes this, it's going to change the program and give them access to the, the key to this or something. I still am kind of caught on that because of the fact that she does seem to be unaware of who she is. And the other fact is that Dolores, the original, but she did die. Right. And so mm-hmm. this this if this is a Pearl reformatted with that same Dolores in it though, and they're playing with her, it would have been made after she hid the key in Bernard. So it would somehow yes. know where it was, right? 
So I think I'm still well, I still think that she is being manipulated here, that this is a, a world entirely for her. Well, I, I think that that they OK, so the, I'll get done with this quick, I promise. So Westworld has done this numerous times of when, OK, just like Bernard had the key and just like, um, you know, there was multiple Dolores's and Maeve was the one that stopped Dolores. There's a lot of people that they allow to act even against own self-interest, but for greater good. So I do believe that they believe in organic evolution. Right. So if. Rhea Boehm was a problem, meaning that we had predetermined, uh, you know, algorithmic uh, behavior, meaning that we lose agency when we have algorithms recommending a Chinese restaurant. And it gets even worse with Rhea Boehm's level of, you know, uh, interaction with people in, in what they do. You lose your free will. Right. Like so we have a situation where they want to try to have a evolution of mankind because it was a machine that was ruining mankind. Mankind can heal itself, right? So I think they're simulating a a new evolution because I don't believe yeah. that every I believe everything we're seeing is them trying to condition people, right, for better or worse. But they're trying to do it organically. Uh, she, uh, you know, Dolores killed herself so Maeve could go. Anyway, and let's jump into Maeve next. But so like I think that there is no hidden Dolores in Christine, but Dolores is always a part, as I said before, and I hate to be redundant, but there's always a semblance of her because she is. If you believe that your ancestors' genetics have anything to do with your behavioral, you know, mm-hmm. then then I guess, you know, I, I I don't know if I'm making any sense there. I like, think an it's ac- the same. like an I echo, think, maybe? Yeah, right? I mean, we, mm-hmm. we believe that our ancestors, you know, uh, in, impact us. If you ever go to a counselor, and yeah. they'll tell you DNA, that, DNA, right? dude, DNA yeah. memory, yeah. 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 I think that's interesting, Joe. And I, some I cultures pull- also. Yeah, know, I want to call probably... out. Oh, I'm sorry, Heidi. Um, no, I was going to say, I think some cultures as well would like harken, like harken back to their ancestors. And um, I, I love that, Justin. Sorry well, the first thing out. you do to go to a counselor, you know, like I dealt with like addiction. And the first thing they do is they drop a family tree. And yeah. I say, that's yeah. great. That's an excuse. But <laughs> what am I to do to fix this? But they said, but you are more. That's something better to know early that, you know, you had alcoholics in your family or this in your family addiction. You're more prone to because of your DNA. Yeah. It, it, and that is what it is. You know, so we definitely have echoes of that for better or worse. So I think mm-hmm. they are trying to organically. And phobias. Spin it. Yes. Yes. Like they absolutely. know that phobias are, are uh, you know, th- our ancestors. Like if you're uh, they were right saying in the if cave. You're, if you have afraid of if you're afraid of heights, it's because your ancestors, uh, you know, you didn't want them like just falling off of a cliff or something like that. So we had they created these phobias to protect us. So it, it, I'm afraid of heights because it's reasonable, Heidi. Okay, it's well, reasonable yeah. to be afraid of heights. No, yeah, yeah. No, obviously no, no. William wasn't afraid of heights because no, um, yeah. He Absolutely. wasn't afraid of that I, being pushed off. Hey, the Caleb edge. is not afraid of heights. So would you eat oh, lunch God, that way? No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really interesting. First a wind comes by and you are a dead man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to give a shout out on the chat. Justin, you asked us. Kay had a nice little theory. What if it is a new park for robot guests and the hosts are played by people controlled by the bugs, by the flies, right? The nanobot yes. flies. Now, I like this idea. And the reason why I like this is because I'm thinking like, if this is just another Westworld, it's just kind of repeating. But we want the show is about evolution, like you said, Justin, and moving past. And I, I am thinking about I want to give a shout out to Brett, Westworld Theorycast. He's really 
hooked on kind of the fidelity thing. And he has a theory, a larger theory about William and Ford and stuff. But I, I think like maybe it is a new kind, maybe they are creating new, um, new types of hosts, a real kind of fusion of human and host, right? A hybrid. And that's what this place is. It's a, it's a different place that's creating something new, just like Westworld was taking the data. It has another purpose because if we remember in the final scene last year, last season, when Chaloris has William kill William, she says to him, we're going to create this new world, this new being. We need to evolve. So maybe Kay is onto something here that this is a different kind of park and it's almost in reverse of the old park. Yes. And what they're doing yeah. is they're striving for fidelity. I, right. I do. I think they've got to come back to that. You That's know? been my thesis, to be yeah. clear. It, it, I, I love it, Kay. In the one, and I pass this off to Jason. Let's look at further evidence of this. When Maeve kills the Colonel, whatever his name is, he says, Who is that? And she says, I don't have time to explain. Meaning it supports this theory completely, right? That there's a real Colonel somewhere else, but mm -hmm. where she's killing him, he doesn't know. Who he is right so right. what it wasn't i don't have he she says colonel this she seems to know of who he is so is this somebody being put into a simulation there uh, jason and then we'll go around we'll go heidi and then back uh, it's, to, it's uh, yeah. well it's interesting uh, so um the idea that this is a a, a park for us I, I i like it because yeah. it makes it uh you know again maybe it's the native i'm i'm biased or whatever it makes it interesting they pick san francisco it's a little bit like picking washington dc you pick washington dc for a, a location for a, a movie it's going to involve politics and techno crime and, and things like that right and so if we're looking at like what do we have to do to raise hosts to a higher level of fidelity so they could really understand their environment? You're going to look to the city that was the beginning of the industry, you know, of the of the Silicon Valley industry, right? And so it's like they're simulating. If if this is a host world, it's like they're simulating some old piece of homeland for themselves. And I'd be interested to see if they do anything with that location because it's not cheap to film here, you know. Um, but uh, I, I like the idea that, that, yeah, they're learning how to create and to – that's always the case with these, these AI stories is when will the AIs really learn how to create something pleasing yeah, you know, uh, without, I, without just following a pattern blindly? Yeah, because they they're not tracking – like they said in Westworld, it's not trying to make the host human. It's tracking the consciousness of the guests. Yeah. So, right. it, again, it's the reverse. I, I have but are to they so the you you mentioned San Francisco? Isn't that is it New York or is it is it a mix? There, there's there's also I'm seeing New York. I, I thought I saw a couple of shots in New York, but there was definitely uh, uh, like like I believe that uh, Charlotte Hale lives in San Francisco. Oh right. well, they. Oh, I wanted to say that's in her car accident. I believe you did. Oh, okay. Recognize okay, there. maybe. And from what I could tell, it looks like uh, uh, Dolores lives either somewhere in Soho in New York or yeah. in a similar neighborhood in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. You can tell San Francisco if it's by like like a ninety degree like 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 hill <laughs> that goes that because yeah, right. I, I, I think not, it's I'm supposed to be yeah, like I said. I saw the Salesforce Tower and the and the uh, uh, ferry building. And it's like oh, yeah, this, and, I and they do mention the tower, right? They say we thought it was a tower. Yeah, 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 I couldn't yeah. quite pinpoint the time frame of when it takes place, but it, it looked to be just based on the silhouette of the of the skyline that it was quite a bit in the future. Forty and or fifty years easily. Yeah, yeah exactly. And also when Delore, or sorry, when Christina goes to work and.
and they're in those cubicles. Uh, I thought that was actually, I thought it was sort of funny given we were just coming out of a pandemic and they had these sort of walls, like these yeah. virtual walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was really cool because um, part of my day job, I work in office real estate and uh, you're starting to see things like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. And we do see I have a comment here by uh, people when you Mills? make a YouTube name. Yeah. Mills. Yeah. Like just uh, Mills de Violette. Yeah, Duvulette. Duvulette. Uh, so, Kirsten is the pearl at the center of New Rehoboam. They are building at the Hoover Dam, which is important to bring up that Hoover Dam, uh, just like the Forge, you know, do we have another flooding situation? Um, oh, God, that's writing narratives uh, for humans. He's going to flood the valley. Yeah, I said this in our pre-show, and that one that I was mostly yeah, pissed for. Uh, and we see Maeve and Kayla blow up it up in the future. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, timestamps have been given. I have to believe that everything that we've seen in this episode, besides the Man in Black, is a simulation. That's my opinion. So you don't think Caleb's world is real either? No, I don't. Really? Okay. No, no, well, wait, wait, wait. No, I don't because because of what what they say yeah well no because of what they say to the to the colonel so i believe they're sending people uh and 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 i hate to sound stupid and i I might get shit for this but was that mave's daughter that he has it looks a lot like her she looks just doesn't she look just like tandy newton who plays mave yeah she looks just like her i thought the same thing but apparently no but i thought that as well like if it's when i first saw her i thought oh that's her daughter because she never would have aged but then they and then i thought okay mave is maybe his wife (laughs) and then we have a a connection too to further you know what i'm saying here that that when you had the voiceover of dolores talking about a girl you know with a mission and they show what is her name it not mave's daughter but the 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 Uh, girl that looks like her whatever her name uh, is frankie frankie it shows frankie right so I have to believe that they are. I believe that Caleb and Thandy know they're in a simulation, and no people are sending themselves after them within this simulation. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, possibly because Maeve can sneak up on people real super quiet. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> like also you might be able to in a simulation. <laughs> also, I and, and yeah. sorry if I'm getting into, but in the um, in the preview for next week, they show them in a different like park, right? So it is possible that they are in a simulation. God, last year me would hate this, but it makes sense here because they yeah, are Lisa Joy, fidelity. Lisa Joy wrote wrote the episode, so this is the type of you know. Um, yeah. And to be she, clear, content yeah. creators Jonathan and Lisa have been writing all of the episodes, and they didn't pass it off to other people, and it hasn't been some big thing. Uh, I've just seen a lot of feedback. Jonathan, I don't think wrote this this the uh, pilot though. No, no, no. Okay, so Jonathan and Lisa have been the main writers, and there's always a third and then a script supervisor. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have, you know, the story by Michael Crichton, right? Um, And so forth. What is this? I'm getting a million of. Um, But anyways, uh, yeah, so hold on. Let let me get Axel back in here. So, yeah, but this seems to be in line with what we're saying that we are doing more of a fidelity test and they're using the parks to do that but i just think it's in reverse uh, sorry i got distracted there uh go go ahead guys um simulation or not a simulation they seem to know 
And I love the fact that Maeve is back in form. This is something that we talked about in uh, our pre-show, me, Axel, and Andrew. I talked about how I hated how Maeve was portrayed in season three, because I really did. She was just yearning for the shadow, which I am totally for that in a thematic sense. You know, the shadow of the cave, not not the reality, the allegory of the cave. She loves her daughter, doesn't care if it's fabricated or not. She has real love. Real love is real no matter the the circumstances in which it was uh set up in but she became a slave to to um Ciroc, right but in yeah. this i love right away she goes i'll take one of those too now she doesn't even need to use the axe she has a sniper rifle but i love it she's back to the madam that sits there that when uh hector's robbing the 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 mariposa right and yeah. she's this badass chick right like she's really like playing to her strengths like i think you can ride that line you can say i still love my daughter but i'm still not going to be like an idiot and i'm not going to yes. be a slave to some Thank fool you. yeah and yeah. she now thandy newton herself said she didn't like it to be clear as well people you know so i think that she's back to form good that's great it's funny i always call her tandy is it thandy i always call her tandy well we'll see who she brings an axe to first I think, I think it's, it's a Tandy. Well, it's probably, definitely, probably. It's definitely Jonah. She's in, she's in Mission Impossible. Oh, Did yeah, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, she, she's, yeah, she's in the best Mission Impossible. She is. She's uh, in yeah. the best one. When yeah. Tom Cruise has long, stupid hair. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah, hanging yeah, from the yeah, cliff. Yeah. It's that yeah, one, right? And he yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'll do this for real. Tom Cruise, well, yeah. what? I don't care what you think about him. Best movie star in the freaking world. Best, best movie best star in the runner world. And best runner in cinema history. He Tom is. Cruise. And have you guys seen uh, have you guys seen as um, an American something or other where he's like uh, a Coke dealer, uh, a Coke runner? Uh, well, that, yeah, yeah, I have. American, American made. Great. made. Amer- Barry oh, my Seal. God. Yeah. So good. You know what? Anyway, I give great. Him he is a film for, star. I give him credit for doing that movie because there's a couple times where he's gone no, off Philip. book, you know, and <laughs> I like that. That's good. Matt Damon has a wonderful story. Uh, sorry. One tangent from Justin is is it's it's par for the course where he's talking with uh, Emily Blunt. And uh, when they were doing uh, whatever Emily did with with Tom, it's oh, uh, it's an amazing movie. It's uh, uh, Live Die the, the one Repeat. Where, yeah, Live Die Repeat. What's that movie called? That's well, that's what they renamed it. Okay, but it anyways, is. okay, so, so Groundhog Day. They, for so space. in London, they meet up because like Damon's friends with Blunt, right? And so Damon is talking because he's afraid for the Bourne movies. He's he, he's hesitant about doing some stunts, and he's talking to Tom. He's like, "So how do you do it?" So Tom talks about that Mission Impossible where he runs down the side of that building in Dubai, right? Yeah. And he says, "So the stunt coordinators and the safety people, like OSHA, they didn't." want me to do that so what i did is i got new stunt coordinators and safety people so <laughs> like so damon's like no motherfucker like i'm asking like i'm afraid how do you get to do it not how can i do more crazy shit like tom is a badass like in that way like his mind just doesn't work that way it's like matt damon like he's like yo he's like i'm trying to you know i'll do this stunt here and it's scary is, and is he's that like your so boston what? accent yeah it's bad you skeezer, okay? I'm not going swimming <laughs> in the chars. It's getting all bluey here, okay? Um, Calm down, Charlene. Hey, okay, we, but Charlene. Did I miss everyone talking about Maeve? Did we get to Maeve yet, or did I? No, it? yeah, but all I'm saying okay. is Tom Cruise is the best. But we're, now we're going to Maeve, yeah. So Maeve, all right, we're going to go Maeve. ahead, Axel. He's from New Jersey. Got a little bit offended there. He's, no, I got uh, off on a tangent because yeah, yeah, I asked if it's Sandy yeah, or listen, Candy. He, he's a bridge me. and tunnel boy. The, le- the least thing a person from New Jersey is offended by you making fun of Boston. 
One I consider you all to be the same, cities. just so you know. Boston <laughs> so and just Philly. take that. People from where I'm from, we don't we don't uh, we don't kowtow to the Boston and Philly people. Though yeah. I do like Wawa. I'll take a Wawa. I want to give a shout out to Andy and Bill in the chat. Hello, every. How you doing, Andy and Bill? Andy, Westworld Theorycast. Bill, say Kava. hi to your mother for me. Yeah. Um, but how you Maeve, doing? I agree too. I was very happy this episode that Maeve just made a little kind of nod to Caleb when he mentioned his daughter, and she was like, "I know what you mean," and I think really mm-hmm. she was thinking. Yeah, I'm not going to spend another season because I spent two seasons crying about my daughter that I haven't seen. Let's move on and have some forward momentum and have some agency to this character where she's making some kind of choices and having a direction. I thought that was great. There was someone in the chat speaking of Maeve who said that perhaps the stuff we saw with her and Caleb was actually from the future. And that what they're blowing up was not because we saw them destroy Rehoboam, right? Because Mm -hmm. that was in the main building, right? And so (laughs) three guards. There there was an there (laughs) and we also saw that Rehoboam's original computer, what was that one called? And Solomon Solomon was was destroyed, right? By the EMP. So was there a third one or as the person in the chat who I can't find to give credit to right now said it was Philip, wasn't it? Philip. Okay. Is that a new Rehoboam that they're building at the dam? And what we see is a flash from the future and what's going to happen to Caleb because he looked like he was mortally wounded. He, yeah, he was. Yeah. She's yeah. can, can, can a host uh, see the future or do you think it already happened? Well, okay. So future, we need to like speak in the context of like Heidi. I like s- that. Is it a, is it a possible future? Right? Because mm-hmm. she's a host, she can create it. And right? if they have so- this software model, then they can project the future. Yeah, but yeah. projecting mm-hmm. the future does not project. And I just can we get clarification for somebody because I, I went off on a tangent about this before about how everybody's talking about Ray Bone with the predictive algorithm, meaning behavioral. Um, technology here like uh doing behavioral science thinking of like when i type in to like where should i eat like it and it predicts there is not a justin in a simulation this is a an algorithm that is using uh, you know my behavior in the past behavioral science to predict what i will do Mm -hmm. there's a big big difference right like everybody thinking it's a simulation it's doing math it's right. not doing simulations. That is not doing the matrix. Uh, There's a difference. No, because we don't have good simulations of that. So we we do that kind of thing, like Sims. I worked on this. No, thing. that's not. We do true. that in video. We do that in video right. games. Yeah. Right. But we yeah. don't simulate like individual people to try and do like. You're simulating behavior. probability through mathematical <laughs> right, and equations. also. And, and and also you're you're dealing with a large typically a large population okay. you're trying to advertise or whatever. It's like, oh, you live here, eighty percent of the people who live yeah. here like this place. I'm gonna recommend it to you. Okay. That it doesn't that's just a correlation. I don't know you. Yeah, I, they're I not throwing me into a simulation, but yeah. I do believe that people are being thrown into a simulation for the fidelity. I'm, I'm in the premise of this show, we we've, yeah. we've moved up to where we're simulating people. Yeah, but Rhea Boehm that's, that's the science fiction. Rhea Boehm is Google and Facebook's times not even that. Like maybe times ten. It's really kind yeah. of the same thing. You, you I, know, I didn't think they need to get that far <clears throat> off. Didn't of they have a, a prediction of Caleb that he? I mean, because they they basically blocked out his 
previous yeah that he'd kill himself on the pier they predicted a numerous suicide that he would kill him yeah exactly so they predicted his possible future Um, right but i think what what justin is saying is an interesting point and this is something that we debated last season which is was there a simulation of the entire world inside rehoboam similar to the sublime and what was also um at the uh in westworld i'm forgetting the the name of the uh the bunker the machine the, oh the, the, like the delos uh, data center right whatever it was, the, where right. they had that which the mesa, became mesa. The, sublime, the mesa right. yeah the mesa hub or whatever and mesa we hub. we never we were never we were never clearly told that in the show but i think we may have invented that in our minds justin uh-huh. when we were talking about it last year i don't yeah. think they ever because when i rewatched season three i was looking for that did they ever Sirach said things like it is the whole world inside but they never really said that there was an entire no i think it's receiving information about yes. the real world so and then predicting right. behavior with algorithmic yeah. uh yeah. calculation but to do that you would have to be simulating the real world but, but, but the okay so of weather and things like that yeah. yeah but simulating means running odds right Potentially, or or very or high fidelity again. Fidelity. Nobody you, is living through those scenarios. No one's living through those scenarios. But I can host. Question. But can host. Can hosts. Oh, that is what I'm trying to get at here, because right. there is. I think a so. little bit. Yeah. So the host has a yeah. different cognitive uh, function. A host can be turned off for three years, and, and so it's, uh, like a night's of sleep. So mm-hmm. in this, can they be put? That's what we see in the sublime, and they're trying. The key is supposedly there. So that's where I stop being such a bitter old Krampus here. Uh-huh. And, and and start saying like because I hated it. Oh, it's all simulation. I'm like that's not how like when you googled something like you didn't get oh. like a million different views. Then it get put through something. The, okay, the right yeah. is what I meant to say. I'm sorry. The cradle. yeah. So, but so the hosts, yeah, oh, the hosts are different. Yes. Right. Rayoboam yeah. is not the cradle. Rayoboam mm-hmm. is what Justin is saying. It's an yeah. algorithmic prediction of. It's not a simulation that then uses that. To right, it's not actually simulating little agents yes. that are. Made, yeah, they learn through simulation. Well, conscious be, beings, right? That's the right. thing. Is that's that's why I think that there 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 so, is definitely it it could go down that way. Yeah. I think. Why doesn't Delos program those hosts to know who they are? Because we saw <laughs> that Ekacheta at one point was a salesman for Westworld. He understood who he was. Yep. He understood yeah. his own nature. And and the what's her name? The host who who in, you know. Uh, Brings William in, and then later you on, mean in the park, yeah, they would have, yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's hosts in the park who understand that yeah. this is a park, and then later on, they were doing business kind of like in, it's, 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 yeah, it's, if they would have understood, they were actors, there understood we're, we're if, actors. If they would have understood their actors, yes, it yeah. would have took away all of it and then, and then took away the pain because there's no reason to give them the pain well, sensation. That's my answer. Is that we need high fidelity readings from the yes. audience, or from that, the from the guests, and for that to happen, the suffering of the host has to be real. Yeah, absolutely. Because they have Bam. to be responding to something high re- fidelity and very Stakes. real, and not fakey and yeah. uh, uncanny. Stakes. That's why, so because they laid cool out purposes. these hosts could very well be happy with their jobs. They could yeah. be programmed that way, but it would not get us what we want. You ever been to one of those places? Like, I'm rickety gym. This is the 1870s. <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Yeah. Like, but then you shoot me. I'm like, you motherfucker. Uh, Tim put, can hosts meditate? You do see that. Uh, mm-hmm. in, 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 uh, and we do. In the me- like What it. does meditation leave, uh, uh, lead to? It leads what to What is a- meditation like in reality? 
uh, well, a deeper, um, well, a yearning for a deeper, a deeper sense of oneself. And oneself mm-hmm. means who am I in this world? What is this world? Asking questions that you don't want the answers for. Uh, hey, can I yeah. say? Can I say something real quick? Brett is in the chat. Brett Fuller, Hi, Brett. Westworld Theory Cast. I Brett sent 10s. you three links, Brett, and I'm so sorry. They meant to go to Jason. <laughs> He's our guest for next week. I'm so sorry. Yeah, oh, Jason, you did it. I was going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say. Um, sorry, go ahead. Jason Stoppelganger, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> last, season, last season, Dolores told Caleb that Rehoboam had a mirror world and everyone had a composite in it. So I was wrong. Brett corrects me. He They did say that last season. Now, how much that was expanded upon for it to be as important as the sublime, the cradle, what have you, they didn't, I don't, maybe that's what this season is, but that is interesting. Brett's. So it's, it was both then Justin, it was using a, it was using a a simulated world. No, a composite. Let's put this to somebody that worked on the Sims. Let's put this here (laughs) before we go to absolutes here. And I, and I'm not trying to, I think you say it, said composite do you, do you americans say com- uh composite composite whatever yeah. so americans say is the right thing to say Heidi, all right composite. that's what we do we could say like no, compression no, no. and that we're, we're if we're we good. say it it's no. <laughs> i'm saying composite from now on so the composite. Saying, composite that's how we say it in canada <laughs> and i'm putting a u in everything too from now on that's what i'm doing fucking jersey people <laughs> okay s to the end of everything <laughs> let's go to the west coast for some knowledge it's, com- it's composed sure. and then it's composite is okay. anyway what is your take on that somebody that worked on actual simulations in the sims composite mm-hmm. what does that mean to you uh well uh, composite can mean any number of things so basically means com- uh, 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 composed of different components and so you were you were going after something which i think is, is is pretty pertinent here the difference between modeling and simulation yes right so modeling is how you do sports ball right modeling is how you put you go and you get all your athletes and you put in numbers into an excel you're not simulating their will and you're not building parts of their personality you're just taking their stats and seeing how they'll apply up against some other thing in some model that you created simulation is where you actually try to simulate the underlying dynamics right and and we and inside of like the the composite story especially uh in the back into the first season when they talk about the bicameral mind Everything throughout this entire series is the bicameral model. Yes. That's the, that is the model that carries forward throughout. And what we're seeing is variations on that. So it can bring about robot consciousness. It can bring about the end of human free will. It can bring about human beings bringing back their free will, which I guess we would have no choice. Human beings who are blind <laughs> in what they perceive blind. they see. I, I read, yeah, that, the, the, read it, people. Yeah. It's oh, beautiful. by the way, I was so, just so that's, mention... that's, oh, sorry. that's how I kind of see it is like the, the the, the, the Dolans and Joy have taken this theory of the evolution of intelligence and their and, and and the role of stories in that and narratives and and having an identity, and they're applying it uh, as variations on a theme. And Christina's just the latest one, and everything else. So that's my, my kind of. Theme. I love it, and I love it, and and, and I hate that. But but honestly, people, what everything Jason just said, and you can hear the showrunner say the same thing. Yeah. And I read the bicameral mind. Um, it's very interesting. Now it is a uh, what they consider to be a dead theory. Yeah, um, it's not- it, yeah, but they they had to figure out because sentience is something we named, we claimed, and what does it have the attributes of humans, right? So it has all these flawed, um, what you'd call like certifications, you know, qualifications uh, of what makes you a person that's able to have free will or make your own decisions. You know, like we can't prove we have free will. 
there's libertarian determinism where everything happens to us through physics. You know, everything that you can't control if the sun comes up tomorrow. So are you really somebody that has free will? There's all these interesting philosophical, um, uh, theological, it gets into it. And it's beautiful. And I love what you just said there because they built it off the bicameral mind. And that's because that's what Hopkins, that's what Ford built it off right. of yeah. too. The Back mind, the beginning, baby. Yeah. Bam. Yeah, like, and hey, even I, even on the oh, show, they said this isn't necessarily a viable theory of human intelligence, but it's a viable engineering approach for yeah. for uh, sentience, and that's what Ford and Arnold were in pursuit of. It's like, yeah, my camera mind will work if you actually make it happen. You know, even if yeah. you can come from that, that doesn't I, mean that all consciousness can. I was just going to say, like, this reminded me of something. That one moment when Dolores goes out the, the you know the window onto the fire escape and she sees the uh, the maze. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that? On the yeah. potted plant, yeah. Yeah, so what do you think was going on there? Well, that, that plays to that we're inside a simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, they're bringing back all the old stuff to, to awaken her, you know what I'm saying? And to, and to yeah. bring her to a certain point. But can I say one thing about Maeve? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Before, I am not entirely convinced that Caleb is in the real world. <laughs> Just, I know I'm crazy, but I got to say it. <laughs> Oh, I don't think he is. Maeve, you are only you only live as long as the as the last person who remembers you, right? Yeah. If Maeve saw him die, did she create in her even in her mind a, a Caleb, and he lives there, and she help he helps her through and this gave her journey, a family that looks like her. Yes, yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. So is it is the is that the really Maeve that we saw with Caleb, or is that a simulation, a world that she created, a memory she has where she's keeping him alive because she thinks Dolores picked him for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. she can he can still continue to be her teammate, her partner in this. But that's just one thing. But if not that, one other thing I want to say. There was a quick throwaway line when Maeve and Caleb were at her car, her SUV, whatever the hell it is. Uh, by the way, I really liked the It was lights. a truck. It was a truck. Wasn't okay, it? I liked the lights on it and everything. It was it was an old, old timey truck, too. That's okay. the other thing I noticed about but it. But it was a mix, like a lot of things you're mm-hmm. saying. This world, yeah. it seems to be, a right? But she says something about William is going to visit a certain senator in California or something. Do you think that that senator is Chaloris? Do you think that she's risen up into the government? That's what I thought. But wasn't that their intention? That would would pursue a future world. That would be the the reflection of Michael Crichton's work. Yeah. So Yeah, which is, by the way, a really terrible movie. Or is it a but they haven't done a future world they haven't done a future world park yet though so but they have but but the ideas the idea i was going to say is it her has she really or did they use another pearl or is it a host that's this person and how does she know that so i found i just wanted to mention that throwaway line i don't know what it means well okay so let me expand on that axel so i'm with you in this so what you've done is you've expanded my mind right here because i believe that there's no question that uh (laughs) that yeah i love that yeah uh that um uh that Maeve and, and caleb are living within the same timeline or experiencing what they're experiencing within it because you have the causality, right? You have people came looking for you. 
and then she goes and takes care of them and then she goes because people have been looking for her and goes to Caleb right that ties them in seemingly for Westworld's sake right it could get a little crazier in the same timeline um we also know all Caleb remembers is the war yeah that okay so now that's a good point to what you're just expanding on he doesn't seem to remember now we see him doing the construction right he seems that I think that's a different Caleb in a different time frame because I he he remembers the riots and all that. But in this simulation, I do believe that that Maeve is going back and watching her could be family, right? To an extent, um, with Caleb. And he knows there's a threat coming. And also further proof of this is what I've already said, is that um Christine is is talking about the story that she's writing for NBCs, right? And it's the daughter that Caleb is currently raising. Right. So we have reason to believe that Thandi Newton knows what's going on because she says, I don't have time to explain. We have no context or any type of, exp, uh, ex, you know, any type of, uh, of, of dialogue here, exposition that, that tells you that, that anybody else knows other things. Sandy Newton says, I don't have time to explain this to you. Kills them, right? Cause she understands what's going on. Caleb seems to be, being used in the scenario with Maeve that we see him as some sort of a pawn, like I said, for the fidelity, like we've all said, fidelity, whatever they're doing. Um, and the Caleb that's doing construction seems to be far more aware of circumstances of events. I'm not sure that that's two different things, but I'm I, I don't think it is. It. I'm open to it, but I'm not so sure. That, that's a, that seems a little overly. One, one expresses only. Well, well, it's Westworld, so I, mean, I know I realized what I said. <laughs> yeah, uh, but and I don't need to be right. But all I'm saying is, one yeah. talks about the war, one talks about the rebellion. I'm just—I thought it was the same world because he talked about how it was his anniversary. Yeah, yeah. What are you I doing for your anniversary? anniversary? No, it's the anniversary of the of the yeah. rebellion. Oh it's, not, oh, it's the anniversary of the rebellion. Okay, Sam. Yeah, yeah, so it's still it only his... the rebellion. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got it wrong. Because you might be right. Then. It used to be so, yeah. we let the robots off that day or whatever. It was. It's a holiday. There's That's exposition the about the, the the robots and what happened in season oh. three with him at the construction yard. There is none of that with him with the family. There's I like, the war. I like what you're saying though, Justin, because. Yeah. I hate it, too, way, to be clear, everybody. But in the same way that last season there were multiple Doloreses in, in yeah. one world, could there be multiple Calebs that we're seeing in different simulations being He's a used model. for a different reason? Yes, a model yeah. of him. Yeah, like he became – he kind of became – once Dolores kind of found him or, or the, maybe the reason why she found him is because he does act as an archetype, Right that they build from in this world he's this he's supposed to be remember she picked him to be the leader right she because right? she ultimately was not genocidal against human beings she wanted human beings yeah. to fit in the world better yeah and, a, a better and, system and her own genocidal urges were part of that program and by the end I, it's, I, I never really, I mean, I watched season three, you know, over the week, you know, to, to get a caught up. And it's like, is she changing her mind or was this always about <laughs> liberating human beings from the worst parts of our nature? It's hard to get yeah. a read on her sometimes in what her, what is, what does she ultimately see the final thing as, you know? And she, she always says it's her kind, you know, being free and okay and everything. And that's very understandable. But she makes several choices toward keeping humanity going because I guess we need to keep humanity going to have the story. Well, that's that's Westworld season three. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, can I read yeah. a, a comment here? Yeah. yeah. 
Justin, can I read a comment here? Um, oh, there's absolutely. this guy, Naked HD, keeps t- posting comments, and one says, No, is course, he a naked real cheap in updates. HD? Nice. Yeah, so Kay wrote a chat about. <laughs> So anyways, they keep we keep blocking them, but they keep running these no horrors, real cheap F dates. Don't block uh, them, people. They're good people. Oh, are let, they let okay? So yeah. Kay wrote a chat about sentient sex bots being interrupted by a non-sentient chat bot trying to sell sex is is surreal. <laughs> That's just yeah, a Tuesday. Yeah. That's just a oh, Tuesday. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. It is. Uh, okay, interesting. Oh well Damn. Philip asked me. Why would they show scenes from Caleb's perspective if he is just in Maeve's mind? Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, first off, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but it could be that basically she has a simulation running in her mind. Well, he exists inside a separate compartment that she is basically continues. You know, it's it's on all the time. It's just running it. She could segment or bifurcate somehow her cpu mind to do something like that but of course again that's just me and think about how consciousness works within this world people that colonel did not know who he is so they map human consciousness they turn it into a pearl they put it into a simulation so this is actual simulation this isn't predictive yeah that was the guy from westworld yeah so what we have here is a situation of oh Oh, why why, in westworld yeah no but okay i recognized him yeah so we have a, a situation where he does doesn't know who he is so they are running some sort of simulation using the consciousness in which they've either brought out from this one or the other one vice versa it's the first time watching that's the beauty of this show it might sound like nonsense but there's plenty of evidence showing that caleb it's not just a mabe's mind she knows what she's in she's there trying to because the the sublime is the answer the sublime is what it is a digital heaven. It is a digital replication of the consciousness and the pearls and everything that gets put into a different protected server. So they could have servers where they upload human behavior, which would explain where yeah. Christine is. They're tracking human behavior, uploading it to a server, putting it in, and having people interact with that. And Mabe could be very well aware of that. It's not Mabe's Definitely. mind. Well, it's, yeah, Mabe's in you're right. Ma- Mave is Neo. It could be, I mean, yeah, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. But mm-hmm. also, let's let's one thing we do have to reframe is last season w- there was a question of like how many pearls they only have a certain amount of original information, or whatever. And that was because the original information of Westworld, right, was being thrown back between Sorak and Delos and everything. Yeah. But we we could infer from William's actions in this episode, they have all the information except for the sublime and and the entry to that, that Dolores took. So they have all the, they all, everything that we saw happen in Westworld, they have all that record and they have all the record of all the people who ever went to Westworld, including Caleb. Yes. So they have all that. Who only remembers the war, which would, yeah. Rain true. I mean, he's it's very loop like what we see him going through is very much like what he what we saw last season, you know, so and the fake world. So it's it's Mm -hmm. it exists. And Ian Tron asked, do any of us know who we are? And I have to say that I've oftentimes thought I'm a simulation. So I don't know. I'm Heath Santazo. I know that. 
It, well, I just wish in my simulation it wasn't as warm as it is. I wish like, my guy that's controlling me didn't suck so bad. Like right. you bastard, you. I suck. wish I could call yeah. my my writer and and have it out with them. Oh, yeah. hey, good then question. Justin is pretentious. Blah blah blah. I'm like you bastard. <laughs> good <Yeah>. question <laughs> from uh, Miles Devolet in the yeah. chat. Was Caleb's wife the second mother that took Maeve's daughter into the sublime into heaven? I don't think that was her. But mm. I could be I th- wrong. I think, yeah, we'd have to rewatch that because there are visual cues. Like we talk about the lights and and and, and, and but that does get... make sense. She did give her daughter to someone else. You know, like it's, yeah, I think it was a, yeah, a that um, does. That's good. That's a good it was one. A, that's what's it called? Ghost Nation. I'm pretty, pretty sure yeah. it was a ghost. Yeah. Nation. Oh, okay. And and okay. and but the I can't remember, like, because I, I was saying to Jack while I was watching it, the actress who would have played Maeve's daughter would have aged considerably. Yeah, that's right? why we can't know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. but then when I saw this girl, I was I immediately was like, that looks just like Maeve. Didn't you I put it? Yeah. You even wrote that in the yeah, I said I, I don't because I don't want I people to be like, oh, you think she looks like Maeve? So when I, the woman she called does. out to her, when the woman called out to her, I thought it was going to turn around and that was going to be Maeve. And yeah. you know, you could say, oh, okay, look, she looks, you know, she just because she looks like her, blah blah blah. But I mean, this is a TV show. I think it's very, and it's, a, I think it's acceptable for us to think that that's a possibility. They've you know, ca- I'm so. pretty sure they've cast her because she does look like me. Whether it's a red herring, that's another, you know, exactly. I'm not sure. Which they, they could have made her look different. Let's We can settle yeah, on that, absolutely. right? You yeah. could have had an African-American child that looked vastly different. Not yeah, and, really and she was seven, right. and yep. she's seven, which I believe is the same age that Maeve's daughter was. Or it could be it was seven years since the end and Maeve create, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly, that's yeah. the beginning of something new that mm-hmm. she started when Caleb died in the real world or whatever. You know, I think that's it. That's an interesting idea as well. Um, what else do we got, folks? We talked okay, about. Okay, well, let, let, let's talk about the point that brought. I don't know if it's because I'm just so emotional, but let's talk about Teddy. Oh, a, a tear to my eye. Now I heard, I heard this was going to be possible. So it was kind of yeah. like when I saw it, it wasn't a big surprise. Did you guys no, hear? No, I knew it? he was going to be a part oh, yeah, of it. it. Totally yeah. disclosed this, but the way yeah. they did it was mm-hmm. him watching over her. And again, yeah. about these loops and in these narratives rehappening. I, I think it's perfect. It's not Teddy and it's not Dolores, but this is the mm-hmm. same story about about somebody. I mean, I used to be romantic before I was broken, and I used to want to save somebody even though you call that whatever you know what i mean but like as a young teenager i wanted to be a hero right like i wanted to be such a good guy um it's not really that you know realistic uh but no but yeah like i i thought it was beautiful to see him and you get that 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 sentiment is there and they say not they what word do they use they use a clever synonym for uh sentiment the the director or the uh the editor for for uh what is it he says your stories are too hold on i did it in my little recorder too sweet or too like it's a hold on he wants like he wants like oh saccharin. that one that you told saccharin yes saccharin. saccharin yeah he uses that. the one where everyone dies that one was great yeah. but that's <laughs> just yeah, like westworld though right it was exactly was so exact. then you're going yeah. so it's like she was the writer of the westworld story she's like yeah. the lee sizemore She's it was like Lee arguing at Ford, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like the Ford Lee argument. Yeah, like Lee you saying, know? "Hey, yeah. why don't and, we roll them back?" Like reasonable I, stuff. I really think Justin, you really hit upon. And when I saw that dam, and they keep on showing like past the dam, 
Mm-hmm. And that's actually, they let them shoot at the Hoover Dam. I saw an interview wow. where they were like, we couldn't believe they let us shoot here. And they did. But I don't think when they're in the conference room, I think that's all fake. Oh, like, you'd be surprised outside. what they let you do in the Hoover Dam, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's that's a bunch of stuff. Oh, you, yeah, you, I heard you DJed there. I still, oh, yeah. I'm, really, I'm still holding out that oh. someone's going to be thrown into it. Somebody <laughs> has to be thrown off of it. Come on. <laughs> Or they yeah, have what to is repel it? Yeah. down it or something? But I wanted to say it either breaks or they fall. Oh, what was I, yeah. I going to say? Well, they do well, show Caleb. Like they do show that there is going to be some kind of um, future it, story that will happen there. It, it is saccharine and it's excessively sweet or sentimental, and that is what. Oh, Teddy oh! Is. I was going to say yeah. it. That is so. If if they're bringing everything back, is there? Do do will. If William and Chaloris do have a bigger plan, right? It's not just to like kill Dolores or kill Maeve or blah, blah, blah. They're in control now, right? If they have this bigger plan, does it involve flooding half of the country or basically remaking America like Ford remade Westworld? Because one thing we do see from this episode when when Caleb has his the discussion with his workmate is there's an overall feeling a similar feeling that we all get in politics or when there's a presidential election or whatever have things really changed like how has your life changed like yeah the news is different but you still get up you still eat eggs you still do you know what I'm saying like our so life has changed in the last couple of years though you, yeah <laughs> well, you're still true. on you're kind of still on your loop right you're, you're right. still on you're right. still like, in your loop. Exactly. You're still yeah. in your loop. So yeah. there, there is that their overall feeling of a malaise of something's got to change that the mm-hmm. big change didn't really happen. Right? right. It kind of, this revolution was stilted in some way. It didn't complete its objectives and perhaps your life didn't change. The guy yeah, asked you, your per- life didn't change. Yeah. Do, and maybe, maybe yeah. Chaloris and William are really taking up the mantle and going to try to really change things and Mm -hmm. kind of carve it. The other thing I want to ask you this is how do you think that this cartel, if this cartel gained control of the Hoover dam, does that just speak to the ever creeping um, like uh, selling off of public works in America? Like, you know, like prisons are run by corporations. Now the Hoover dams run by court, this court, you know what I mean? Like, what does it say to the government of America now? Well, it's, it it says what will happen in the future that these borders, because we are more of a digital commerce, right. And, and things will be more blurred. We don't need these, these lines that are drawn. So for better or worse, you know, like we will be, dealing with each other canada heidi mexico right all north of america will become more one thing uh and i think that that's just realistic so like the cartel is a bad thing for mexico that that would come the cartel has taken over some of their armies right um juarez and so forth uh you know and uh the uh whatever El Chapo was part of i've watched narcos a million times but the point is it's not that unreasonable to think that the cartel would have uh power over uh uh, government subsidies and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is to think about what you're saying is that they did mention a senator. Congress, was it Congress from or California? Senator? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, so, sorry, okay. Senator from important California. Important right there. But they yeah. said, I think. Yeah. And he said her, yes. Her. Okay. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, well, so it could be Chalora or uh, Chaloris. But but they got to get. We the- see her. I mean, we see we see her in the in it in the next episode. Well, well what I, I don't know. I didn't watch the preview. Yeah, I didn't see. Oh, you either. didn't? Okay. What it I'm was saying right after is the they want to get to the system because the system yeah. is what matters, right? Like, look at what happened just right now. Not to get political, but we had Trump in, and now when did Rovers Wade get taken out when Biden was in a Democrat, right? Right. So you have a system in which needs to change because it's unpredictable. It's, uh, you know, it's actions. They say a presidency's actions aren't really felt for at least like another three to four terms and, and yeah. so forth. So they're trying to change yeah. this. That's what Dolores decided. <clears throat> that's why Republicans statement. always take credit for a democratic economy. Well, well that's yeah. Yeah. That. Everybody. And yeah. It, yeah. It, it's <laughs> not my fault, but this happened only because of me. Yeah. 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 This uh, or that. But the point is, is that that's what Dolores decided at the end, that it wasn't people that were the problem. It was the system. Right. So the system in this mention of a person within the system, so whether or not they need to wipe that system. Now, it's very interesting to me that they did this whole revolution, but they still have senators in Congress. Right. right. And then, well, again, and, and they're undermining Ford's point. We had to have this big control system over us yeah. in order to get, to achieve all this stuff that Ford thinks we just sloughed into. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he could be wrong about stuff. He could just be a high class guy who's, you know, an upper class guy who's wrong about things. He's like, there's uh, no diseases. There's people like, there's, there's plenty, plenty of diseases, diseases. you bastard. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Justin, what? I wanted to just say one thing um, about Dolores. Uh, there's this one scene where she's on a date and, uh, you know, the guy's kind of like he's a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I think. Oh, I liked him. But, uh, you know, like, you know, there's a pill for that. There's a pill for that. And it, it kind of reminded me oh, a lot yeah. of um, total douchebag. Oh, my God. I put it that. Uh, 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 oh, my God. Um, uh, a Brave New World. Yes, yes. it yes. was. It, it actually, it was that's a, it, uh, Justin and I both just watched that series. So it was very much and, like Soma, yeah. you know, you're taking yep, Soma. Uh-huh. But the one thing that she said, and it was funny because, you know, uh, this is a very uh, neurodivergent kind of way of looking at things like um I like he thinks that you're the one who has the problem. And she's like, well, what if it's not me that's the problem? What if it's the world that's the problem? Yeah. Like, I'm OK, but the world around me is not OK. No, but that's and right, I, though. <laughs> yeah, I found that was very power. I thought that was very powerful. But because, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't know what he was. I don't know what his deal was. He, you know, he was kind of your typical you go on a, on a date with someone and they're kind well, of a, this character has been on Westworld like 30 times. Before, yeah, I know. Right? It's, it's so is he a host brother-in-law? Is he, or he's just that? You mean his? He is an archetype of a. This is how you deal exactly. with a guest. Yes. He's a guest. He's, he's a guest. Well, yeah, he's guest. looking to get laid, not listening. He's like to your a guest. Problems. Yeah, the way yeah, he touched yeah. her hand and everything, yeah. and she just. But right. she, she had a, she has agency though. So there was that. So I was like, okay, um, and uh, and then <laughs> Justin was talking about the lights. One of the things that that was really really weird as she was walking home, like normally with lighting, when you walk, the light would be on, and then you would walk into another light, and then eventually the light would yeah, turn off. But did you notice that the light would turn off? And then I was like, what is the deal with that? That kind of drove me. Uh, there was, obviously it was for a reason. It's a horror show, and and they wanted yeah. to to do the yeah, thing the horror, where right. where um, Ellie is, uh, you know, the spotlight comes on. It's almost like a work light uh that would come on and then she would say that like the whatever i'm forgetting the um 
the phrases that would put them to sleep. But I, I, I believe that's what happened there. And uh, as far as a date, but it is deep about... In, deep in dreamless slumber. D- deep in dreamless slumber, yes. Ah. And she holds the head compassionately. So I believe exactly what you're saying, Heidi. And I, it, it, Brave New World, I put down in my Zoom notes. I was like a reporter mm-hmm. on Brave New World reference right here. Um, <laughs> yes. But you have that reference that. right it there. Does, and that's about I, people numbing themselves. You seem depressed. To, they're yeah, numbing themselves see. to the... the, the the constructs of society. They're not trying to change them. So the idea is that you take, you know, home and a, a, a we saw this, Justin. Them. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but I mean, we saw this last season in a show called Westworld. There was a whole, Caleb took that pill that, you know, that made him think he was in a different uh, movie every two minutes. So yeah. I think that that too, that scene was, a, was kind of, Oh, what, what was that, Jason? It's called genre. Genre, right. Oh, that's well, right. Yes. Genre. Oh, that was guys, like, got, oh, my God. That was like said, my favorite episode. Yeah, that was I my, said I would, love, was fantastic. I would like, totally from, take uh, that. From I would Austin, totally take that. Yeah, I shot straight uh, uh, genre. It was I have to cool. tell you, years yeah. ago, I took <laughs> mushrooms and I thought I was in a movie and every room in my apartment I would go into was like a different Genre, genre movie. Yeah. I wish I had so, those mushrooms. Yeah, I have got to drop out. It's a little bit. It was a little bit scary. I played air guitar to Jimi Hendrix. I it was great. It was and Jimi Hendrix yeah. was in this episode. I like that. Chase, Every, Jason, did you? We're Jimmy about Hendrix to wrap it up here, but do you? Do you have to wrap? Do you have to go? I got to wrap up here. Okay, uh, see you, Jason. Jason. Drop out. Just yeah, you guys, thank you yep. for having me. It was awesome, a fantastic dude. premiere. Thank you so much, Jason. I always love working with you guys, and I'm looking forward to listening to the to your next set of guests. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and Jason, absolutely. Um, we have you linked below in the, yeah, we'll be in contact. So yeah, check yeah, out the matter cast. And um, yeah, no, Jason, yeah, you're We'll do a little bit guy. more work, more directors, man. I'm going to do some more directors. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. The, Take the, care, the, everybody. Yeah. I had a great time do uh, that. casting with It was you. really nice seeing you, Jason. Nice to see you. Take care. Well, that series did like zero numbers is a problem. It was a bunch of work. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was like a passion. But uh, but to, to wrap it up here, um, we, we do see the... Um, we saw his crew get back together. Caleb, his crew, they got back together, right? Yeah. No, were those the guys who were, uh, they would get the app and then they would go out on those jobs? Is that what Yeah, I thought those were the same me. dudes. So yeah, like, they that's look, like, that's that kind of a contradiction. Asshole? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were the same dudes. It was definitely. I think we're putting together a team. No, it wasn't Marshawn Lynch and. and uh, uh, it wasn't Marshawn Lynch, but it was it was similar. Who were they? I don't know. Ben. I think that, I looked, think that no, the, she, ref, her, his wife referenced to his army buddies, his buddies from the war. Those were people that had maybe fought alongside Maeve in this, in this rebellion uh, that had happened, you know, that it's the anniversary of. Um, But I just wanted to say one thing before we go, because some great stuff in the chat and I, some um, Philip was asking when we're talking about the, the forge data or the, um, or the sublime, right? The, the mm. heaven, whatever you want to call it, the many names for it, the, the virtual Ghost world party. in which all, which, which a lot of the Westworld characters were beamed into, including Maeve's daughter, right? And Teddy too, uh, that were beamed into. And as then there's a separate thing, which is the host data of the park data. The, what William is looking for could be either or both. Yes, I think well, I, I would, uh, Brett, Brett answers um, Dolores beam, the virtual Eden, the sublime. We know that data somewhere. Now we think it's at the Hoover dam, but it could also be the guest data. So there was always a, uh, even through 
from the second season to the third season, there was always that question of what Bernard has the key to, right? And I think it would most likely, my estimation would be that it was both. Well, that, he has the key to the sublime. The sublime has the, the hose data stored so you could make the forge. But that's also all the data from the people that visit. That's what I mean. So like you could make what if you have the sublime, you have everything. But see, I thought that they had a copy of that, but I could be wrong. I, I thought that Chalorus No, there's only one uh, copy okay. of the of the sublime. So they don't because, yeah. so I was incorrect in stating that and, I, and I'm it's okay to be wrong, folks. Well, it's hard yes, to we, tell with we, Westworld. We I expect mean. an apology from you, Axel. <laughs> yeah, oh, Axel. I'm you sorry. Know. I apologize. Um, I was going to say, by the way, uh, on Friday we, uh, with the kids, I rewatched um, the Truman Show, and it was so weird because uh, Ed Harris is the main, like one of the main characters in that, and I was like, oh my god, this is kind of like Westworld a little bit, like you know. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen that recently. You he's know, the, the with director, Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's the director. Yeah. And it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So I was like, you know, obviously Westworld is an older story and um, it's by Michael Crichton, who now they're redoing all of his dinosaur movies. Um, That's my dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Um but but I like it because a Truman show like foretold reality shows too. That was yeah, that was a good yeah. that was good. Hey, can I say Philip in the chat says the lights don't switch on for the stalker dude, NPCs apparently. So that's what that's, I mean. That's, that's the work. That's oh. exactly what I've been saying. Yeah. It's Ellie in the watch season one, episode one, watch after yeah. Hector's bank raid. Exactly oh, what that's happened. That's what you meant by the light. Okay. I yeah. Didn't, so I, okay, the, I didn't understand. It's, that, it's the, the people that are watching interacting because yeah. they both disappear. It is the same. Now, it is a different type of brain light, like meaning the 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 mount is different, but it's the same. The The, the symbolism, trust me. It's yeah, it's the I same. Like they that. meant like for that, that to be the same. And somebody will make a video about it. I don't have time to do that. Uh, but in somebody, and they'll be like, "Oh, thank God for explaining that." But remember, it was explained here first. You don't need anybody to. Explain You're gonna have to explain shows. it to me after, Justin, because I don't understand. <laughs> well, well, it's hey, it's is just it a video, it, is it a video game thing? No, it's okay. So in Westworld, okay. Yeah. So when the staff interacts with the host, they do it, and you see a work lamp, and it's a ring okay. light, the work lamp. LC does this. Oh, you mean okay. in the lab or whatever? Oh, yeah. So, oh, okay, I get it. Okay. Oh yes. my god, I'm, I know I'm not the best at conveying things, I guess, but like, and so at when Dolores sees the attacker get taken care of, notice how it's a blink of an eye and they're both gone. That's but that a light great is there, point, Justin, because we could you could imagine that there is a missing scene we're going to see later where she's on the ground, like in Westworld, and the and the she's tech, programmed the not to text. see that. Yeah, right. and the cleanup techs come in and take away that guy, and then they and then she wakes up and they replace her, and you know, because I thought when in when and I this didn't happen, but I thought she looked at her arm and it wasn't cut. I'd have to and then look. it was cut when yeah. she woke up. But I don't. But that. But it, it was, was cut. Yeah. It well, was, I will. I will bet my left over. arm. Yeah. That that is exactly what happened. I is like that. that there was interaction because there's no other explanation of it. There's the thematic, the symbolic, it, all of it right there. Like yeah. with the lights, if you look at that, because I just rewatched all of it. It's all right there. The symbolism's there. They'll tie it in. It's Ooh. beautiful. 
and it works. Imagine if she starts like drawing like like the tribe did. She starts drawing the cleanup tax. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But um Justin, I do have to get going too. Yeah, no, well, we all man. do. It's, yeah, it's went over. I want to thank everybody for coming. Cool. We're gonna be doing this um uh you know every single week. We'll play an outro here. And uh thank you, Heidi. Thank you, um Axel. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Maura Lee for the How super many episodes chat. are there before we uh, hit it? Eight. Oh, there's eight. Okay. You should have looked at that before you told me you'd do it, Heidi. I got you I know. Now. Sorry, there's I'm terrible. There's 37. Um, no. Uh, they, and, they, and they seem to be, I think it was a full hour. I can't recall. Yeah, it's um, not Obi-Wan, even though I loved it. It's not like yeah, 20 minutes and 40 I, minutes. Of yeah. Uh, uh, I think it's credits, a full yeah. hour. It is. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward. We'll be here. At the Us three will be here every week. And yep. we have a special guest uh, every single time on Play an Outro. And, and thank you guys so much. And uh, we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye. Watch the outro.